Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast and mine, Play Along at Home. Today, we are going to be talking about some band-related things, as per usual. Maybe we'll also talk about some life-related things, as per usual. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows what's going to happen? Trimator's got his breakfast. Dratini is all set. Axie's over there in the corner. We are all good over here at the Zanella household, and we are ready to get to some recording, and we are ready to get to some learning. Yeah! Woo-woo! Today's episode of Play Along at Home is going to be geared towards our Wind Ensemble students. So, Wind Ensemble students, this one is for you. If you are not a Wind Ensemble student, that's okay. Feel free to listen along if you like. So, coming at you, here are your practice suggestions for this next week of playing that we're going to have in front of us. First, go ahead and take a look at Rumble on the High Plains. That's where we're going to start today. Um, The last time we talked about Rumble on the High Plains, we spoke about 143 to the end. Just as a reminder, our percussion friends, that this is one that you're really going to need to make sure that you take a look at and you practice through on your own. You've got a lot of interesting and active parts that are going to need your attention. Now, uh, my wind players, there's no way that you're going to need to practice any of these vocalizations. You were so good at it already. But starting at 90 percussion, we've got a lot of important rhythms that are mostly ostinatos at times, but they need to be played really accurately and you don't match. For example, um, at 96, we have some metal instruments going on. we got a brake drum, a cowbell, the cymbal. Cowbell's going to be, the rhythms aren't too bad by yourself, but it is going to be tricky to get all these parts together. For example, at 96, the cowbell goes one, two, and three, four, and you just keep going. The brake drum goes one and, and, and four and. And the cymbal goes one, two, three and, and, and two, three and four. And those ostinatos are going to be layered on top of each other, which is going to make for a really interesting sound, but it's going to be really tricky to get that to work. Um, Also, our percussion two and our percussion three at 105, make sure you practice your percussion dual. The the duel of the percussion stuff. Not the um, maybe maybe even the duel of fates. Who knows? One twenty one. The snare and the xylophone are actually going to go back and forth. So make sure that you're comfortable about how long you're playing those sixteenth notes for, because it does change as you go. One twenty nine. There is a another big section of ostinatos. And your rhythms are not tricky, but it's tricky to get them all put together. So make sure that your puzzle piece is ready to go through here. Um, The only one that might be a little tricky is maybe the percussion three part. One and a two and three and a four. And just make sure you watch that sticking for yourself um, and you're careful about how that goes. You'll be just fine going into that. So we're going to back up the bus. We're going to go ahead just a little bit here into some of our trickier wind parts. Um, Let's take a peek. Hmm, That part's not bad. That part's not bad. Let's take a look really quick at 81. And we're going to talk about how this works. These are a bunch of layers that are being added together into a cluster chord. So once you start playing, we want to hear your note and your entrance confidently. But when you are sustaining, 
we're not so worried about getting your note to come out and, and stick around. We want to hear the new things coming in. So make sure that you know what note you're going to be playing and know what that's going to sound like because it's going to sound weird altogether. Um, as long as you practice through that a few times, you'll be good to go. Now, backing up just a little bit more, um, we've got some of these um, ba da 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 ba da 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 da. There's a lot of this stuff starting at 41. One and a four and a one two off, and then we have three in with marcados from our brass um, and our saxophones. Make sure those are marcadas. They're short, they're detached, and they're aggressive. Bum, bum. Um, then we have the upper woodwinds again. One and a two and four and one, two, off, four, one. Two and a three and a one and a three and a four, two and a four and a one and two and three and four and. Um, those three before 51 really have to make sure that you practice those notes. They don't make a whole lot of sense. So as we keep going, two before 51 are one and, three and, one and, three and, is going to get a little bit more aggressive and a little louder as we go. Saxophones and trumpets, you take over the one and a four and a one. Um, really close grace notes towards the beats, flutes. Um, keep it going through here at 53. One, one and a three, blah, blah, blah. One and a two and four and one, two, three and what and two and a three and a one and a three and a four rest two and a four and a one and two and three and four and and make sure you practice that is three before sixty two those are really tricky patterns and you're gonna have to go over it okay so um, those are my practice suggestions for rumble on the high planes um, if you're working on that and you need any help always remember to ask I'm more than happy to help uh, I love working with you guys and I miss you okay Ride On is where we're going to go next. Ride On by Christopher Bernotas. Maybe that's how you pronounce his name. I really don't know. Uh, last time we talked about the fast sections um, and talking mostly about the beginning and reviewing how to make sure that we know how to count that. Today we're going to be talking about the middle section just a little bit and reviewing and making sure that we know how to play that. Okay? So... Um, I'm turning my pages, I'm gonna get there. Du, 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 du. Alright, 57, it says flowing. Um, really important that you're playing with legato style and that you're counting through your long notes and making sure that they get their full duration because that's gonna be one thing that's gonna be incredibly important as we go through here. So make sure that you're holding those notes all the way out. Um, altos and horns, you have some moving parts. Um, and then clarinets, you kind of answer. This is going to follow our, our rule, our hierarchy of rhythm as we play through. So make sure that if you have any moving lines or anything that's quicker, like eighth notes, those need to be brought out. Now, at 61 is a flute solo. And if you're playing at 61, you should mark that in your part so you know that the flute solo is happening there so that you're a little bit softer. Still, hierarchy of rhythm is important. So when you're changing notes, we want to be able to hear that. But we don't want to cover up our flute soloist as we go through. That flute solo, by the way, um, starts at 61. Um, and that's going to end at 69. So pickups at 69, where trumpets come in with the eighth notes, then you kind of take over the melody. 
But all the way up until then, we need to make sure that we are playing underneath that solo. Now, four before 69, um, we have a little bit of moving eighth notes through here in the clarinet and the alto part. We do want to hear that. But remember, as soon as those are over, we need to get back out of the way so that our flute solo is what our ears are most grabbing onto. Now, entering into 69, this is a little tricky. Horns, trombones, euphonium, tuba, you're going to come in on three, and the trumpets are coming in on the and of three, so it'll be three and four and, um, and that's a little tricky about that entrance, but you'll be fine if, as long as you count. So, but be ready to know that trumpets, the other people are not, are coming on the beat and you are not. Okay. Through that section to 77, we're still doing our hierarchy of rhythm. So make sure that you are um, bringing out any of those moving lines. Uh, and watch your dotted quarter note, eighth note figure, trumpet ones uh, before 77. Make sure that that's really accurate rhythms that are being played. Um, watch those slurs too. In this whole middle section, some notes are slurred, some notes are not. If it's not slurred, it still needs to be legato, but you've got to make sure that you're getting the slurs in the right place. Um, going on to 77, we have some um, more flute and clarinet melody. Flutes, I'm you have the melody clarinets, you're playing a counter melody kind of thing. Uh, bass clarinet, you're providing us with our harmonic foundation. This texture is very thin. The flute parts are playing one set of rhythms, the clarinet one part is playing another set, and the bass clarinet's just providing some harmonic function like foundation. So it's going to feel really empty, and that's okay, but you've got to be ready and, and knowing that that's going to happen. Okay? Um, if you look at measure 80, um, clarinets, clarinet 1, we really want to bring out those quarter notes, and flute 2, we really want to bring out that half note resolution there. The clarinet 2 and 3 will support you with that when they come in. We have a pickup into 81 from our brass and tenor saxophones, and then we are going to be building, it says building with an exclamation point, all the way up to 85. These 16th note runs in the clarinet and flute part. Um, I'm taking a peek at it right now, and this is concert A flat, um, which is the key that we're going to at 85. So if you practice those concert A flat things in your Enchiridion, that'll really help you out. Um, last little bit here um, that we'll talk about right before it goes back to tempo one. Um, the key has changed to concert A flat. It's gonna be really nice and full and really powerful kind of stuff going on. So you have to make sure that you're gonna play with a lot of air and your best sound always. Um, careful about the the melody part here is in the flutes and clarinets. The altos have a counter melody. Um, trumpets, I would call your part some kind of descant, a, a high harmony part that's kind of floating over top. Um, but please make sure you remember to follow the rule of the hierarchy of rhythm through this section. 89 trumpets, you definitely take over this melody, and we have a beautiful harmonic foundation from our low brass. Play with that great warm sound that you guys always play with. Um, going into 93, our texture starts to thin out again, so be really careful about your rhythms. Um, clarinets, you have some an odd and, and of two entrance. Alto, you have an and of three entrance. Um, there is a trumpet solo for everyone to know at 95. That's going to kind of finish this out. Um, and then that trumpet solo is going to end up in 97 being all by itself sustaining uh, with some mallet parts. 
98, the flutes come in with the mark tree, which we're going to be, it'll be bells, let's be real. And then 99 is when everyone else comes in. So there's a measure of pretty much trumpets and mallets, a little bit more sustain, and then the fermata at 99. And I will conduct a 1, 2, 3, because the altos and the horns, um, they have two half notes, so we'll be holding, and then it'll just be a one, two, ready, and ba 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 so that we are moving along, okay? Uh, now it's time to move to one of our favorite sub-segments here on Play Along at Home, and that is Charmander's Corner. Alright, now it's time for Charmander's Corner. As you remember, Charmander's my bearded dragon, and he sits behind me while I do all these recordings. He's always running around. Um, today, we had a lovely breakfast of some bok choy. Charmander is a big fan of the bok choy. Anyway, so, yeah, and he's uh, he's just basking. He's absorbing his heat and his UV rays. Gonna make him nice and healthy and nice and strong. Anyway, so let's talk about music that we play for Charmander to listen to at times. Uh, we've talked about a couple different things, but today I'd like to talk about one of Charmander's favorite band pieces that um, he has listened to before uh, and that he really enjoys, and it's very, very interesting. It is a symphony for band written by a, a guy of the name of David Maslanka. Maslanka is spelled M-A-S-L-A-N-K-A. Maslanka. All A's in the vowels there. Um, and it's Symphony Number no. 4 is the specific one. He's written actually a couple of symphonies that are directly for bands. Now I will warn you, this is a long one. It's like 30 minutes long. Um, imagine, I I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of like um, the equivalent of writing a great novel with like a thousand pages. Writing a piece of music that is this long. It starts with a gorgeous French horn solo um, and that theme kind of comes back a lot of different times and it's really introduced for the first time there. Um, it's broken up into a couple movements but it is played in in one stretch. So when you play from start to finish you're playing for 30 minutes straight. Uh, but it is a gorgeous 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 piece of music. Um, there, there are some really exciting sections throughout. Um, there are some really impressive technical playing that happens. At one point, clarinets, they take the barrels off and just play on mouthpieces and barrels and like have to play different notes. Uh, it's, it's really crazy. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, there's a really great recording of the, um, the United States Navy band playing this and they, they do a fantastic job and they, it's very, very impressive to listen to. That is Symphony Number no. Four by David Maslanka. Um, it is—it's an incredible 
incredible piece of music um, that's probably going to be remembered for a very long time. Um, symphonies are usually a, a really big time commitment to write and work on, uh, and it's just so fantastic and, and, and such a great, great piece of music. Charmander, um, you know, he's he's a biggest fan of jazz. However, Charmander is also a fan of great music, regardless of what genre it is in. And just like the rest of us, great music should be appreciated no matter how long it is, how old it is, or even if it's not something that you're used to listening to. That's what it's all about here on Charmander's Corner. Well, friends, that's going to wrap it up here for our practice suggestions on this episode of, uh, not Charmander's Quarter. What is this podcast called again? Uh, this episode of Play Along at Home. Uh, I hope you've been, you've been doing well out there and you're, you're keeping it in high spirits. This is a tough time for everybody. And, you know, I, I believe in your success. I know you guys can handle this. You'll, you'll be okay. We'll come out of this better musicians. There's never been more time to practice than right now. As you continue to work throughout the weeks uh, and we keep moving, we know that we're extended at least till May, which is really sad. I, I am going to miss you guys. I, I'm going stir crazy here. Uh, expect some information at, towards the end of this week and maybe early next week about what we're going to be doing as we keep going. Right now, uh, we've been talk- I've been talking to uh, Mr. Harbaugh and, and everybody that I can uh, that can help me answer these questions. And as of right now, Everything for May that we had scheduled to happen is still being planned on happening. Uh, I just talked to Mr. Harbaugh yesterday, and that that is what we're going to go with as we keep going. Obviously, things might change, uh, and my heart breaks for you, you know, if if things have to change. But for now, we are going to operate like all of these things are still going to happen. We still have a concert we're preparing for. Still have the banquet. Still have a parade still have graduation, all those things, we're still planning on having them happen. So please make sure that you're continuing to work because this will end eventually and we will be back together again and we will be needing to play at our best. If there's anything you need from me at all, please let me know. Uh, I miss you guys. I hope you're doing well and hopefully you're able to. No, that's a bad, that's Mr. Zanel. That was so bad. Come on now. You got to get it together. These are important. These podcasts are important. You've got to be better at this. Okay, let's try it again. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're you're gonna stay safe and you're you're staying healthy and you're looking out for for yourself and your family and all that great stuff. And I miss you guys. Hopefully, this podcast is helping you. And if you need anything, please sign up for a lesson or send me an email. I am sitting on my computer for a lot of the day, and I'm just waiting for someone to say, Hey, Mr. Z, can you help me with this real quick? Absolutely, I would love to. Uh, there'll be a new practice sign-up sheet for lessons for next week. Um, and that's that's all I got for you. Hopefully, this episode has been helpful, and you're able to play along at home. <laughs>